welcome back. We're super excited to be here with another episode for you. Dr. Jason, Dr. Brandon, and myself. We missed last week, I believe, just because we were all traveling around um, opening clinics. But we're excited. Today we're going to talk about um, how, not only in chiropractic offices, but just in different businesses, how much the leadership and the systems matter and just running things at a high level, what a difference it can really make. And so there's some little takeaways that you can write down and take back to your own clinic and your own business to tweak and see what changes come down the road for you. So we'll jump into this episode. As always, please feel free to DM us with topic requests, questions you might have, and everybody who sends in a topic request or a question to us on Instagram or Facebook, we will send you a free t-shirt. So we're excited to uh, jump into this episode. And as always, thank you guys for listening. Let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome back to the EJ. Welcome back with uh, Dr. Brandon and Chelsea, as is the usual. Yo. How you doing? Hello. What's up, guys? How you been? Great. Busy. Good. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. I've just been, I've just been chilling. I'm not busy. I don't know what you're talking about, you Brandon. Vacation for quite a bit. Speed of life. Not there's, really. Uh, there's lots going on with the growth of 100% for sure. And we have full plates without a doubt, but still very important to get together and come out uh, with an EJ because there's some stuff we need to talk about. Yeah. We need to share it both with the uh, docs and team members of our company, but also the hundreds of people that are have nothing to do with our company that, that are listening. So uh, we're thankful for all of you, but here's my question this week to you guys. And I think there'll be a lot of answers and a lot of different reasons, but we recently had an office uh, in our company that um, was off to a slower than usual start. Uh, let's say you're doing uh, 10 to 15,000 a month for a couple months, not ever getting going. And then let's say all of a sudden new ownership takes over. You keep the same docs, the same CAs, the same lean generation, obviously the same location. And instantaneously that practice is now a $50,000 a month practice from essentially month one. Like the day it changed, it changed. Let's talk to, because true story, right? This, this happened. Um, and, and we took this practice on because we knew that's exactly what would happen. So I can't say I'm surprised, but let's break down some of the things you think that took place to make that happen. Uh, I, th- I, I would start with leadership. First, first thing that I think would change would be leadership. We see this with sports teams, right? Um, Tom Brady goes to the Bucks. what, now it's a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks end up going to the Super Bowl. Right champions there wasn't a, a whole lot of staff changes but the leadership behind the football was right tom brady yep uh so i would say leadership to begin with that, that could be a hundred different things but i definitely noticed there was a change there just around how the team acted the accountability of what was going on daily because they knew who they had to, to answer to so i would say that yeah i think the i think the vision also behind the leadership because i mean it, it's not like you were saying, it's not necessarily that we changed the full staff over or anything like that, but it was just more like, okay, this is what we're going to do all together. And you guys are going to be the ones to do it. And they, I think just got more excited about what the mission that they were on to do was versus just make money or just um, get people to sign up. It was more about like what we're actually about, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, I think you guys are both right on. I mean, it's, and I would even add in maybe the vision of the new leadership, right? So mm-hmm. uh, taking those two and combining them. But <clears throat> I think that, you know, you have a, an uninspired team and an uninspired team is never going to do incredible things. So they show mm-hmm. up to work, they get, they jump through hoops, they get, you know, they, they go through the day-to-day BS, if you will, of their job and then can't wait for the weekends, right? And then dread Monday, it's, it's majority of people in this country. And so when you have to first inspire those people as to why and make sure you have the right people. In this case, it was a blessing that the right people were there, right? The doctors in this case were dynamic docs that were great, just waiting to shine and show their personality. Uh, the CAs, much the same. The location, much the same. Beautiful location, great area, ready to crush it. But I think the first thing is, yes, leadership. And in this case, leadership meant a couple of things. One, pouring into that team and letting them know, hey, we got your back, right? In fact, instead of uh, pay cuts and different things like that, you guys are all getting a pay raise because we think that you guys need to know our commitment to this as we move forward. Two is what do we need? What are you guys missing? You ask them, they know they're on the front lines. Why has it been less than um, average the last last couple months, or the first couple months of the practice, but last couple months, why, why was that subpar? And, and listen, we didn't have this. We're not doing this. We don't think we have this, but great. Let's fix all of that. So you take away all of the reasoning and justification that they could have. You pour into them and let them know you fully support them. And then you train. And so in this case, let's send people that we know have done at a high level. Two of our best went out and just worked for a week and saw where's their holes, where's their weaknesses, uh, what needs to take place. So, I mean, all three of those things happen, but to me, it's miraculous. And I think it's, this should be inspiring to anybody that's in business. You're, you're literally a week away from making fucking changes that are gonna change your financial life. Like you just have to decide who's gonna lead, if not you, then who, and then get the team in place. And this can happen like in days. And then how you treat the customer changes the second you decide it does. And then people sign up and then you're off to financial stability and profitability. So I think it's cool how quick it changes and we've seen this time and time again. Yeah, like literally we'll go to practices, make some changes that afternoon, the bottom dollar changes big time. Well, and not only we have in our company, we like to send a team out right after someone opens. And if 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 a team is doing less than optimal, another team goes out, you know, whatever two months later, six months in, years in, if it takes, if it makes sense. But so when these people come in, it, it never fails that they drop a huge week. They're only there for five days, right? And so you may have a practice doing 5,000 a week, 6,000, 7,000, 10, 15,000 a week, less than where it should be. And then all of a sudden, boom, someone jumps in there, two people working with the CAs and the docs, and then now there they grow, you know, 100%. Now it's a 10, 20, $25,000 week. Why is that? Like we, people, it, we, people expect it. And so they're not shocked by it. But we have to look at why did it just take two other people coming to the same practice to make it double its income? Couldn't that have happened if those people didn't come? And really, again, it's systems, it's leadership, and it's, I think, expectation. Winners expect to succeed. And so they're not shocked when someone signs up. They're not shocked when someone buys their product. They're not shocked when someone comes in. They're like, no shit, of course. And usually this comes from people that have been in practice for some time. 
you know, that are doing 25, 30,000, 40, 50,000 a week in some cases, that's the expectation. Why would you not do $10,000 a day in a practice selling health, right, in our world or whatever you're selling? And so for our world, it's very easy to talk about how to get their human potential at a high level, how for them to thrive. And when you do that with conviction, people sign up, people pay, and the whole vibe of the practice changes. Jay, this reminds me of when we were in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago, we, we took a trip to Atlanta, the chiropractic college down there, I invited Jay to come and speak. He did a wonderful job, by the way. Thank Good you. Um, when we were down there, we got the chance to go visit a couple of our clinics, uh, three different clinics, by the way. Each clinic we walked into that morning, all three the same size, square footage, design, shape, training systems, everything. But just in walking in the door, I still remember the three different greetings we received at each of the clinics. Mm -hmm. One was just a, a, a normal, hello, hi, great to see you. Another one literally about fell backwards out of the door when they when you walked in because it was just like, hi, oh, hello. And they were just so excited. And another one, I, I'm not sure they said hello. I said hello first, mm -hmm. you know. Um, three different complete energies in those practices and also three very different financial pictures for their month. Um, take a guess who, who the one that was kicking ass was the most, but really opened my eyes again to just that energy. And I think you're talking a little about this, the shift in that when some of our team members go down to these practices for a week, mm -hmm. that's all they really change. Of course they apply systems at a, at a great level, but they shift and change the energy, the vibe of that clinic and it just explodes. Yeah, I think that energy is huge when it comes to the success of any business. It just, I mean, you can talk about restaurants or hair salons or whatever, like that matters so much. And it can be just like a tiny little tweak that you do or the things that you have the team focus on to be able to have that energy shift. But I also think sometimes there's um, little tiny things. And Dr. Brandon, you and I have done several kickstarts and done this where we go into the clinic and it's not necessarily their fault, but there's just things in weird places and they're not efficient and they're not set up the way that they need to be set up. And they didn't do anything wrong at, you know, their first or second week open. Cause it's just kind of like what they thought they were supposed to do or where they thought they were supposed to put this or that. But then once they understand the why behind, um, why we, why we set it up like this or why your storage closet needs to look like this. It helps them so much to just focus on the right things and, and keep the energy up and not have things in weird places and yeah, messy I mean, and cluttered. All that we're looking at doing, right. Is as you had mentioned it earlier was the hitting on the five senses and that that's mm -hmm. part of that. So clutter would certainly fall into that. It's been for decade, like over a decade, Brandon and I have gone to locations and, and dealt with clutter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and it usually find you, you can usually find the most unorganized closet in the place. And then it kind of shows you like what that place is doing. Some people is, that closets turned into a room that they don't use because it's, they need that room for, you know, boxes they haven't opened and, and boxes they have opened that are sitting in there. It's just like, it's just crap. I, I went to an office one time in Texas. The doc is struggling like none other. I go to open a desk drawer to grab a piece of paper to write some notes. I, I can't get the, the drawer open. It's literally stuck because it's so jammed full of papers. I finally get it open and shit starts falling out. I'm like, what is this? And he tells me it's some financial records, whatever. So I start organizing it just like by month. I'm like, let's at least get it together. So if we do ever have to look through this pile of crap you stuffed in here, we could find something. 
So as I organized from June, July, August, all of a sudden the hundred dollar bill, literally hundred dollar bill falls out on the floor. And I'm like, what, what is this? He's like, oh, I, I didn't know that was in there. Like, dude, you are struggling every month to pay your bills and literally hundred dollar bills are falling out of your junk drawer. Yeah. Let's get this shit organized. <laughs> what actually happens once it's, the clutter is gone. So yeah, good. good well, and I've seen offices that, that are struggling that don't bill insurance because it's not organized and they don't, I mean, it's just like, it's endless. The, the cool thing is you can change your attitude like immediately. Like even if it's lunch, you can come back a different person. Mm -hmm. And really it's those people that at least stay positive, see challenges as opportunities. Like those are people that, that are gonna get stuff done. And one thing that is, is common for every place you go see or every business that's ever opened is they're gonna have diversity at some point. And during the build out, why they open, grand opening, this person quit, that person quit, this person wants a refund, like no matter what. Everyone has it. Now you don't just have it once, you have it continually. And great companies, great businesses, great practices in our world know that's coming and just try to get as deal with it the best they possibly can, right? No one wants a refund, but I've seen great people turn that refund into a patient that doesn't want to refund or a refund that's a raving fan that goes out and gives a great review, which leads to three more new patients, right? I've seen people that dealt with those horribly and it becomes letters to and back from a, a, an attorney and all kinds of stuff. And then it ends up being twice as much. And just like, you have to have that mindset of enjoying what you do. And I, I just think, I mean, people in this world don't. And so it's why we have such, there's so many people that are just miserable with their work and hate what they do and hate who they work with and for. And it's just never gonna lead to a good environment. And I can tell you from looking at, we've opened hundreds of them. And I can go over our top 10 practices right now. They're dialed in teams that genuinely care, trust, and like to work together. Not that never have differences, right? I didn't say that. It's like a sibling, like you, you respect them, but sometimes your biggest battles are with them. So, but they enjoy working with them. They respect them. They know they have integrity. They know that they are going towards a common goal. And I think if, if you kind of focus on yourself first, show up like a leader that the business needs, then everything else starts to fall into place. And I always ask myself this one question, right? And I've said this many times, probably on this podcast and certainly off this podcast, but when something comes up, you ask yourself, if the, if the practice was an entity, like a person, ask the question, does this benefit the practice, right? Not should I, this person's great, I love them, I don't know if I wanna do this, just like, no, no. If you were just hired as a consultant, you came in and you, someone said, does this benefit the practice or not to let this person go, to add this service, to get rid of the service, to clean up the supplement area, all whatever it is. And then if your answer is yes, then get it done. It goes mm -hmm. towards getting you where you wanna be. If the answer is no, then ask yourself why you're really even messing around with this. Why, why do you need to focus time on this if it's not getting you closer to where you want to be? Yeah. One thing uh, you said um, just a few minutes ago, Jay, I know I'm kind of going back, but is you were like talking about how over lunch, you can really just change the energy. And I think as a leader, something really important to master if you, if you can't, especially when you're working side by side with your team is like being able to, to do that, like to, whether it's, you know, at lunch break or whatever, do something with your team an exercise, take them to lunch, come back with coffee, wh whatever their like languages to just shift the energy. If the morning was shitty and you're just like, we got to 
But I know there's a lot of leaders who can't do that and they take it and they get pissed off and they're mad all lunch and they come back and they're still mad. And then they like, you know, everyone's in trouble kind of feeling. And so I think being able to master that when you're working side by side with your team, because we know not, not the energy of the morning wasn't one person's fault. Like there's probably several things that happened. And then the, who knows, the leader was probably in a shitty mood from the morning um, who knows what it was, but like, I think being able to do that is a really, um, really good skill to have as a leader, figuring out like what, what channeled that bad energy and then being able to fix it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the classic half full, half empty cup, mm-hmm. right. Of like, cause we'll talk to people and how was your morning? Crappy. Two people didn't show up for their new patient appointments. Well, great. Yeah. Do you have any? Yeah. Four people did show up. Well, great. <laughs> why, why are you so focused on the two that didn't? Right, yeah. like three patients called in. They'd be like, "Oh, they're group." How many did show up? Uh, like forty-six. Like, great. then focus on those forty-six. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like it's what you focus on, you draw that, right? And that's so common to people that are successful. Is what your mind focuses on, you're going to draw more attention to. We mm-hmm. see it in sports, Brandon. I see it in golf all the time. Don't hit in the lake. Don't hit in the lake. Don't hit in the <laughs> lake, and then the fucking thing goes in the lake, right? It's just don't miss the putt right. You'll miss it right. But, but if you focus on, hey, nail this right in the middle or hit right in the middle of the fairway, it's not 100% of the time, so especially in golf. Still in the lake, <laughs> damn it. But, but, but I mean, on a regular basis, you'll start to find that you, you change the dynamics of the universe a bit because your expectation is positive. Your expectation is the win, not who's not going to show or who's not going to, you know, pay and things like that. So, but negative people are hard to deal with. They're one of my hardest things to cope with when you're talking to somebody that's just negative. And we we all get to that space. If if we're being honest, we've all had that moment in our life. The key is that at that point, you know, like you close the laptop, right? And if, if it's all possible, you just go do your own thing, go for a hike, go for a run, just go go feel sorry for yourself in your room, whatever you need to do, right? If you can do it in five minutes, great. If it takes you a day, great. But you got to figure that shit out yourself. Don't bring everybody else down because then it happens. And and people see this all the time. And sometimes it's not the leader. They're like, our team is so positive, but we just have this one employee that, man, everyone can't stand her and she draws us all down. It's like, well, why the fuck is she there? That's when you ask yourself the question that you said earlier. Yes. Does keeping this person benefit Absolutely not. Why aren't you doing it? Because it sounds miserable to fire the same person. Yeah, that's not a good reason, right? So you have to make that move and make that decision. But I mean, it's people are closer than they think to greatness. They really are. And the difference between a dynamic business practice in our case and a mediocre one, it's thin margins. It's a little more systems here and there. It's a little more positivity. It's a leader with a vision. It's a pre-shift and a post-shift with a little more passion. It's connecting with patients at a little more higher level. Like it's not like some magic formula that you need to be shown all the time. It's just you bring your A game on a regular basis and your A game is better than somebody else's game. And and that's why you're more successful. Hey, can I go back to the five senses? You may not. Come on. Okay. I love this. Just this one. Chelsea brought it up when we were talking before we jumped on today, but um, I think oh, we're going to do a whole nother episode about this, but you can talk about it for like I, two minutes. I we could. It could be a whole episode. So <laughs> a teaser. It's something you can do like today, like grab a notebook and just walk through your business, walk through your place of practice or where you're at and just see how does it sound? We literally said that like w- the first yeah. time we tell people is literally walk out your door. Yep. You always come in the back door because you park back there. Right. 
half of you, some of you may be the front, but I mean, so literally walk out and walk from the street into your parking lot. And what's the first thing you see? And sometimes you'll be like, oh shit, there's a bunch of trash or no one's painted those like cement things on the parking spots forever. Yeah. Or there's weeds or there, whatever it is. That's what people see. You just don't ever see it because it's been there for nine years. Doesn't mean people don't notice. Yep. The first thing in their head was uh, this place is a little bit eh. Then walk in, take a look at your refreshment zone. Is it half empty? Is the ice is lukewarm, you know, and it doesn't look very appealing? How's your desk, front desk look? I mean, like you can do this whole thing and literally take notes from paint touch-ups to new things that are needed, new carpet, new employees, new whatever, and write that shit down. You'll be amazed at your to-do list right then and there. I, I couldn't agree more. And we should do that again since it's been a while yeah. since we've done be a, be a consumer, be a patient, be a be a, um, a, a, a customer in your business. Last week, we played around a round of golf. It was on uh, Friday. After our round, we finished early. We said, hey, let's grab a beer up at the, the restaurant, the, the what, I can't remember what they call the place. We walk in and the, the, the visual is pretty good. It's, it's a cool looking bar and everything's all set up. We sit down, the audio, so again, go into another mm -hmm. sense, audio was the, uh, not Ricky Lake, but who was Kelly Clarkson. Kelly, Ricky Lake. Ricky That's Lake, that was an old school. Dated one. yourself That's there. Gosh, dang. Uh, no, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson's show is on the big screen in the golf bar with right. the sound on. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to listen to the Kelly Clarkson talk show. Yeah. So we literally told <laughs> the bartender, hey, could you flip on like the ESPN or golf like, channel? Or actually anything but this turn would be great. Like, yeah, or turn it off. Yeah. But I'm like, can they had zero concept of the sound of what was going on in that moment. I couldn't, I didn't want to get out of there any quicker than I could because it was the Kelly Clarkson show. Well, and then they had another TV over the bar that they play music from. So you you know how good music from a TV sounds anyway, right. especially if it's mixed with Kelly Clarkson. Right? <laughs> and not Kelly Clarkson music. That's not what we're saying. It's the talk show. No, Kelly right? Clarkson so, yeah, talk so, show. Because um, Vanessa was like, well, you just don't like Kelly Clarkson. I told her uh, too. And she's like, you just don't. don't like Kelly Clarkson songs. And I'm like, no, it wasn't a Kelly Clarkson song that I was annoyed by. It was the talk show. Yeah. Then there's music videos playing. Then the team is at the bar. So you can't sit at the bar because they're doing roll-ups, right? Silverware and a napkin uh, there. It's just like we could do probably 10 shows yeah. on this club uh, that we pay a lot of money to be part of. But um, but you guys know this. I mean, it's evident. Anytime you go out to eat, you know if a place has a good leader or not. Yeah. You, you could have that conversation. And so people are saying that about your business. And if they come in and it's a shit show, then you're the leader, then you're not a good leader, period. So you either have to get better, decide you want to get better or get out of it because you're, you're eventually going to lose your ass. So anyway, you're right, Chelsea, we can do a more detailed show on the five senses, but those are things someone can do today after you get done listening to the podcast, we'll take a walk through your front door and, and get out your notebook and write down a few things that you can change immediately. Yeah. And, yeah. and just, I think in your headspace, write down why you deserve more or why you got into this. Or why, remember that day you opened your business for the first day and you were so proud and yep. your mom and dad were there or you at least had them on FaceTime. Like it was the most, one of the best days of your life. Why is that same place making you miserable two years later? And if it is, you need to make some changes because it's not going to get better. No one wants to come to somebody that doesn't like what they do. Whether you're, and I'm talking chiropractors for sure, but hairstylists and realtors and you name it no one likes to work with somebody that's not passionate about what they do because there's no way they can deliver it at a high level 
and you need to get out of that or find some some place. And by the way, everyone wants to be a fucking entrepreneur. Like everyone thinks they're an entrepreneur, but I mean, everyone's an entrepreneur when you're winning. A lot of times what we find is when you hit adversity and you hate it all of a sudden, you're probably not an entrepreneur. You're probably a really good employee, maybe even a manager. And that's okay. That's a majority of people. But sometimes if you just buckle every time something wrong happens and just melt down for a day or two, you either need to change who you are or you need to change your, your role because otherwise you're going to have a long, painful road. Uh, entrepreneurs relish that shit and, uh, and we thrive on it because it allows us to get better. It's opportunity knocking. Hey, hello. Hello, it's Come opportunity. On Come on so. in. <laughs> hey, back to your question about why it is that uh, an office you gave an example of all of a sudden one month does this, the next month mm -hmm. does 50. I, we said leadership, vision, agreed. Um, five senses could be, but I think also one thing we noticed there was a lot of the systems and just how we can not adapt those systems, but literally follow them to a T when we break away from those. And we've seen it time and time again, yep. when those systems aren't followed or when they start to slide, we see a detriment to the practice or the clinic. So I, I guess I would throw that back into the mix too, of getting back to those systems that we know created success. And that office had certainly gotten away from many of them. Yeah, we're never start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. right. So I, I mean, the, and anyone that doesn't understand the importance of systems, like that's your first thing you need to do is read how important. Whether there are systems or your own systems for your own business, whatever you have to have systems. And so back to a football analogy, like I mean, who's playing quarterback matters. There's a reason that if the third string quarterback comes in, same player, same coach, same play, same field, same owner, that one team will suck and one will win the Super Bowl. So you have to realize that it's just the, the, the level of the leadership running those systems is essential, right? And you got to have a leader that's running those systems. And if they do it at a high level, it succeeds. If you have a leader that sucks running those same systems, it doesn't work, right? If you have no systems and it's just street football, then of course you're going to get your ass kicked and you have no chance. So without a doubt, leadership and systems are the, the recipe for success. Chelsea, you might relate to this right now. Rebecca and I certainly are. But uh, as the school year got kicked back off, we started a little later than most. Um, we kind of remembered like, hey, we got to get back to our systems for school. So like mm -hmm. literally like setting the kids clothes out the night before, packing their bags that are all ready to go for sport practice afterwards, mm -hmm. uh, getting their lunch lined up and set before the night before. We, we were all messed up this first week and a half or so. So in the mornings, Rebecca and I are scrambling like, you do lunch, I'll get the backpack. Don't forget the water bottles. And just all the shit that comes with it because we're not in our groove yet of the systems we usually create, which is the prep the night before and all that. Yeah. We're still getting it back now week two, but Rebecca and I were quickly reminded of, oh yeah, we got to get back to the school systems. It, it just makes less stress. You sounded a bit negative as so, a leader in that. I was stressed. <laughs> I thought not be an entrepreneur as a parent anymore. I'm just going to just not be a parent. So. <laughs> just picture like the home. I like picture like the scene from home alone when they're like, all wake up late trying to leave. Yeah. Just frantic. <laughs> but, but I mean, you guys know that too. I mean, it, it, with kids, it, it plays out too. Like if you're in a pissy mood, your kids get in a pissy mood mm -hmm. and then they go out and have a pissy day. And it's just like, it, it yeah. just shit rolls downhill. And um, you know, kids deserve better and, and, customers deserve better but i mean um we're the same way we can overcome a, a, a pissed off kid a little easier as an adult right you should be able to bring them up to your level and things like that and sometimes you can see kids just need a hug and to be consoled and have a breakfast and let them know it's going to be okay and then you move on your day but i mean it's uh it's just it, it's i can't stress enough how important it is to come in and just be that voice of positivity because they're so rare 
And when you are that person, success follows you and you just bring it in. And, and that's a lot when people say headspace between your ears, it's you, yeah. it's you being positive and you got to fix that. One thing that's nice too, if you are that person, majority of the time is a day that you come in and you you're giving it your all, but you don't have what it takes. People are going to lift you up because yep. they're, they're like, they recognize that you're doing that all the time for them. So I think that, you know, it, it, they pay it forward or it yep. comes back around for sure. Well, and, and don't mistake this with everyone has a good day every time. Like you may come bring your A game and not have a great day, but yeah. you, you know enough to laugh your way through it, go home, sit down with a glass of wine, right? And you just, you know, you know, we're going to have a better day tomorrow or, you know, you get through stuff. Now there's other days that, you know, someone passes away or something. And of course it's not going to be a great day, right? But it's, it's how you cope with that and how you get through it. Um, you know, is going to be up to you. And that's the key is when it's up to you, then you decide what type of life you have. You decide what type of day you have. You're not dependent upon other people to make it good. And you don't want to be, you know, depend on other people because sometimes people suck and you don't want to depend on them. So, yeah. All right. You guys get the point. We could talk for hours. We will come back with a five senses because uh, that's a good one that we've talked yeah. about a bit. But, um, you know, talking about the difference between success and failure is, is a fine line, right? And so we talked about that practice. We talked about raising kids. We talked about building your business. So many different levels. It's you showing up. You, positive attitude mixed with, right? A passion and love for what you do mixed with some systems to show you how to run that business. That will win all of the time, all of the time that happens. So go out and get that shit done. Closing comments from you two. I wanted to go with systems, but now you're making me do another show next time. But uh, I still think take a look at that even today after you get off of this. What do you see as a, as a client? If you were to walk in as a client, completely different attitude. What's something you can see, visualize, take from walking in your front door instead of maybe the back door? Okay. I think as a leader, look at, look at your team and the people you're working next to and just see ways you can pour into them and help change, uh, turn that attitude and energy around when you need to. I love it. For me, I would just ask yourself to ask yourself um, <laughs> why, why you're unhappy and or why you're really happy or what do you love to do? Like you, you need to find that that's going to actually be enjoyable. And when you do, you'll find that you go to work and love it. Like we, we say it all the time, but we all we love what we do. Right. There's days that you deal with people that are a little more challenging than others. Right. But all in all, I love what I do. I love the outcome. I love coming to work on Monday more than ever. And, and that helps me to have passion. And people know that about me. They know that, yeah, the guy loves what he does. He loves that company. He bleeds that company. And it's true. And so I, I think if you start to get that reputation and you earn that reputation through actually your actions, um, you'll be amazed at how success follows you. And it doesn't take long to get there. So uh, we appreciate your time. Please share the podcast. Love coming at you with some business conversations. Would love to hear ideas for the show and or questions. We got to make some new swag here pretty soon too, probably. Yeah. And I know the last uh, month we've done several live events at some of the student clubs. So um, if you don't know, you request some topics or send us a DM, you get a free shirt. So yeah. definitely um, hit us up and we'll send you a free EJ shirt. Yeah. What a cool time to ask hard questions about business before you even go into it. Right. So, I mean, yeah. you learn from others for sure. So, all right. Appreciate everybody. We'll talk to you next time.